This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Podcorn. What is Podcorn? Well, are you a podcaster? If you are, you do it for fun. You also maybe want to make some money doing it. The tough part is finding sponsors. And if you've done a podcast, you know that can be interesting. Podcorn's making it easy, and I found it easy by using Podcorn. It's a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Podcorn, there's no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform. I did it. Set their own rates. I did it. And collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. I'm doing that right now. Click the link in my show notes to sign up to Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. Podcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown is doing the chop, baby. Oh, no. What is this, 1984? I just rambled for 20 minutes and deleted it. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Two nights in a row of Better Call Saul. Huh? Hello. Oh, man. From the Dyer Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I am your host, Josh Witt, and this is episode 28. Texas. It was a road game. West Virginia lost. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting things on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know. Facebook. You know, sometimes they put the small F in a circle. Sometimes they it's just a small F in a square. It's always a small F with the Facebook. They never capitalize the F. Or do they? Who's to say? Anyways, podcast page on Facebook. Find it, hit the blue thumb. Follow the podcast there. Podcast merch. Raise your spirits by clicking on the link in the show notes for podcast merch. I don't know if that's going to raise your spirits or not. Just click the link. Just peruse. That's five out of six. (laughs) Oh, The stock market, the real stock market, terrible day today as I'm recording this. The market for WVU, I think I've held on to my WVU stock a little too long. I did take some off the table when West Virginia beat Oklahoma State. But I'm in a situation where I've just got to hold the stock and ride it out. (laughs) And that's not, you know, it's a buy and hold strategy from here on out. West Virginia loses 67 to 57. Hey, Will Baker didn't kill us. So that's a positive, right? The starting guards for Texas did the opposite of what Will Baker did. They killed us tonight. Making long threes. 
dribbling around, you know, like Deuce McBride shots. They were making those. Fadeaways from the foul line. Did I mention they made a lot of three-pointers? West Virginia's guards scored nine points, and by West Virginia's guards, I mean Jermaine Haley. Jordan McKay back in the starting lineup, did not score. Taz Sherman did not score. Shot Robot, three for three from three in the first half. Uh, And that was it for Sean McNeil. Got plenty of fouls on Texas's big guys, the, the big guys that were physically able to play. Texas has a lot of guys out. Only played eight guys. And Texas, you know, Texas looked really different at home than they did in Morgantown. Oh, that's wild. West Virginia now seven and eight in the Big 12 Conference. And that's good for middle of the pack. Still clinging on to a tie for fourth with that record. It's Kansas and Baylor at the top. Big gap, Texas Tech. Medium gap. And then it's WVU, Texas, Oklahoma, and TCU. Oh, and then there's teams below us. So that's that's cool, right? But at this point, there's no bad ideas as far as what WVU needs to do to get out of this hot mess. I mean, throw everything out the window. Hey, come up with a new starting five. You know how there was like 200 different starting fives last season? We've only had a handful. So at this point, Let's let's do another starting five. Huh? Oscar had a better game. This game than the TCU game. This game at Texas makes the TCU game hurt even more. Makes those missed free throws in Fort Worth on that stupid court design hurt even more. If West Virginia gets a split on the road of this two-game road trip, it feels so much better than, you know, losing them both. (laughs) Texas shot the lights out of the ball and scored 67 points. West Virginia, here's the thing. It's hard to win when you don't break 60. In college basketball. Unless you're Virginia. Unless you go east of our state. Those guys, they love <laughs> they love winning in the 50s. Because they're going to hold you to 28. And WVU can hold you to 67. And that's not terrible. Even though Texas shot over 50% for the game. And yet, you gotta score points. And this team is, uh, you know, you're watching the game like I'm watching the game. They have a tough time scoring anywhere. Our guards cannot get to the rim. And when they do, they get their shot blocked. 
So then you've got to work off a screen. And when you're open, you got to make a shot. And WVU, especially on the road, miss shots. <laughs> and then you get to the free throw line. You get the ball really close to the rim. And when you're Texas, or if you're an opponent of West Virginia, and you have Derek Culver, who's really trying hard on offense, and gets the ball five feet from the rim, do you let him do his herky-jerky thing, not foul him, and him score? Or do you push him really hard? Because pushing him really hard gets him to the free throw line. And at this point in the season, it's what it is. Culver, just not very good at shooting free throws. Was great in the first handful of games this season. And those counted. But these count too, and they're not close. Matter of fact, I think one of the last times Culver went to the free throw line and he made one, he almost looked confused. <laughs> he might have looked confused. Like, wait a minute. Did that go in? I mean, that's where he's at. That's the energy he's putting out on the free throw line. He's going to the free throw line defeated. From an outsider's perspective, I don't know what's in his brain, but that's what he's putting out, especially when you look shocked that the ball goes in on a foul shot. Texas made their foul shots. Oh, so with the, the brainstorming, what do you got? What what should we do? When And by we, I mean... <laughs> What should Bob Huggins do? You can change the starting lineup. You can, why don't you just press? Why don't you just, why don't you just pick up the pace? Shoot, you know, shoot pretty bad. Oscar Sheway likes to run. And he struggled with defense at times, but he likes to run. And maybe it'll it'll make you what I'm saying is in no idea is a bad idea. If West Virginia starts just for the last three games, do a press Virginia style, and they still sh and they still can't break 60. Now that's a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> If they do a true, you know, trap, trap the first pass, let the other team come down, and then you run, and then you run, just run down to the other side and shoot a quick shot. Let's go seven seconds or less. Let's go Phoenix Sun style in the mid-2000s. Let's do that. Just to mix it up. Just to see West Virginia get into the 70s. All right? And I know they're not going to do this. I'm just trying to think of ways West Virginia can break 60. Because as I've mentioned, and uh, the one game they've won here in the last six games, they broke 60. Now, they didn't break 70, but they broke 60. So, good news, three games left. Two of them are at home. All right? 
So that's a positive. And your road game is against a team whose best player, the NBA draft guy, is done for the season. Now, that's not great for him. And I'm not wishing injuries on people. I'm just saying the situation is such that this is a team of, and I talked about the teams in the middle of the conference. Iowa State is a team below you as of right now. And so West Virginia is going to be favored this coming Saturday against Oklahoma. They're going to be favored on the road against Iowa State. And that, again, that doesn't mean anything. West Virginia was favored in both of these road games, lost both of them. But, you know, come home, play better at home, and see what that gets you versus Oklahoma. Go on the road against one of the worst teams in the conference, and that that means nothing now, right? But why not win? You know, what's better than winning one road game in conference? Two. So why not? I mean, and and you're going to answer why not with because West Virginia is terrible on the road and they're a completely different team on the road. And Deuce, who had a great stretch at the beginning of the season, is struggling now to make his shots and, and he's being guarded properly as far as guys are staying in front of Deuce. They know what he's going to do. And he's hit a freshman wall. And West Virginia, outside of shot robot, other guys attempted threes. None of them were close. All of them are hitting front rim. Some are not hitting rim at all, and it's not a swish. The last three games, they've made two threes, two threes, and then tonight, three threes. And the other team, in those three games, they made three, they made six, And I think tonight they made at least six. And that is math, everybody. That's how that works. And then if you don't make free throws, and West Virginia was under 50% from the free throw line tonight, that's, that's math for losses. I mean, I'm rambling tonight. I just... And I don't know why I'm doing that, because I want to stop recording so I can watch another new episode of Better Call Saul. So I'll stop right there. Random thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is a lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Have you heard about embroidery? You know, stitching in the shapes. Perhaps a font. Perhaps that font with your initials on something that you cherish huh or maybe you have a logo or a design or you need one created and then instead and then have that stitched up on a hat on a t-shirt on a sweatshirt the options are limitless with embroidery i don't think you can embroider on skin but almost anything else or like metal i don't know if you can embroider metal But call or text Dyer Prime to find out more about embroidery, because they can do it. 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at DyerPrime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime.
Random thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. I still got suggestions. I didn't throw very many at you in the first segment. I told you that they should just play faster. What about Gabe? Gabe's pretty good dribbling from the foul line. Why don't we just have Gabe run the point? Let's just see what it looks like. Matter of fact, to give the big guys a rest all at the same time, Let's go small. And by small, let's play five guards and just see what happens. Matter of fact, let's play five bigs. That should be the rotation. Five guards, and and Huggins could choose which one to start. You could start five guards, or you could fart, uh, fart. You could start five big guys. Have Jermaine Haley run the point. Gabe and Culver are your are your wings. And then Oscar and Rout, Logan Rout, we haven't seen him in a while. Get him back in. Have him play down low. And run that triangle offense or that, run that flex offense with all gigantic guys. And let's see what happens. And then they get and then they get tired and then replace it with the five guards. You know, I haven't seen the one three one. I don't think at all. If they have, they've done it very poorly and for small amounts of time. So go to Iowa State and only play zone. They won't be expecting that. And they may shoot the lights out, but at least you're trying something different. And Huggins knows way more. I've said this however many times, and it's a very obvious statement. Huggins knows more about basketball than I'll ever know. But throw everything off the table, all right? Try anything, all right? Here's here's an offensive strategy. Whoever's the, the point guard, pass half court, and whether it's contested, non-contested, shoot it. <laughs> shoot it from inside the half-court circle. But make sure everybody else is in different spots of where the ball could ricochet. And then start the offense from there, because we've got really good rebounders. All right? And then, and then let that be the offense. And then maybe... Instead of the guy trying to put it back up because we missed two footers, maybe the guy who shot it from the half court, some other somebody else gets a rebound. The guy changes position, still outside the three-point line. Let's say a shot robot gets it back on the rebound, gets another chance to shoot a three. How about this? And I'm, and I hate watching it, but what if West Virginia tried to foul more? I feel like in this losing streak, we've gotten worse at fouling the other team. Not as many fouls, very low fouls in the TCU game. Fouls weren't really an issue in this game for WVU. Nobody having to sit with foul trouble. I don't know. Foul more. Try to have the game go three hours long. And again, I don't want to watch that. But you're, it's not, you're not in the business of 
pleasing me as a as a viewer, you're in the business of trying to write the ship. So just foul. I haven't had nearly enough referees this season do the hug an invisible telephone pull. I need that back in our lives. As they switch it up, just change the energy. Make it different. Hey, here's an idea. When you're at the free throw line for WVU and you got fouled and it was a non-shooting foul, but the other teams fouled too many times and you get an opportunity that if you make the first free throw, you get a chance to shoot another one. And West Virginia had plenty of those opportunities tonight. Something new, and I don't know how you strategize for this, but make the first free throw. Again, in the effort of trying something different. (laughs) With love and respect. That was maddening tonight. And it wasn't our big guys every time. Jordan McCabe up there, one and one. Missed the first shot. Shot robot. Misses the front end of a one and one. You know, making one of two, you know, that's that's like icing on the cake at this point. But instead of giving yourself two opportunities and go one of two, and oh, what do you know, like possibly make two free throws, when you miss the front end of a one and one, you go zero for one. <laughs> You don't get the second opportunity, and most likely the other team gets a rebound. Here's the thing I haven't seen also. Players huddle. And I don't know, (laughs) you know, something happens, somebody gets fouled, and then some teams you see, they kind of huddle together, and I don't know what's said. It's just like something that you do. I don't see West Virginia huddling a lot. So huddle... And then you can say things like the guy did in Bull Durham. You can, you know, talk about uh, I bought some uh, I bought some nice china. I don't know. You could just say like, "Hey, uh, you know, I saw your I saw your pants last week. They were too tight. Break." I mean, it doesn't have to be about basketball, but just everybody gather in a circle. Somebody say some nonsensical words. And everybody put their hands together and say, break. You know, just, again, something, a, a change. Just looking for a change. Um, do a players-only meeting between now and Saturday. I've heard that's a thing that, that players do sometimes. Like, hey, we don't, it's a closed room. No coaches allowed. And we're going to say words that's going to inspire each other. And like, hey, hey, friend, hey, teammate, friend, you need to do better. And you need to tell me that I need to do better. And let's all do better together. And we don't need the coaches to do, we can handle this ourselves. You know, do something like that. The players only meeting, you know, bar the door. To make sure nobody else can come in. Closed meeting, not an open meeting. The coaches can't be in the other room with the door open, kind of overhearing the conversation. Closed door, players only meeting. 
and you tell each other that you're terrible and that you need to be better. And then you let somebody tell you that you've been terrible and that you need to do better. And it's like, I love you guys. And I would do anything for this basketball team. And please believe me. Hey, man, I would. Hey, let's trade socks. Let's let's practice and then let's trade socks and wear each other's socks home because we're committed to this. You know what? There's a big gap. The 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 benefit of a Monday game and the next game Saturday is you have a break. So take some time away from the team. I mean, have the players only meeting and stuff. But get away from each other. Get some fresh air. Do some yoga. Do some meditation. And then come back. And instead of doing basketball, you know, you, you come back to practice, let's say, on, on let's take the day off Tuesday. Wednesday, you come into the practice facility and Huggins is staring at you. And there's two gigantic ropes. And say, all right, half of you on one side of the rope, half of you on the other. And we're going three hours of tug of war. And just let's just drag it out. Let's just you all pull the rope. Now make your hundred free throws before you leave, but we're gonna do three hours of tug of war. Who wants it more? And maybe Huggins already does that, you know? Who's to say? <laughs> just let's do something different. And and, you know, I've said all these things to try to change it up. They might do zero of these things. And they still might change it around. That last game against Baylor is going to be tough. Regardless, any game, home or away, Baylor's tough. Baylor lost to Kansas at home over the weekend. But they didn't go down without a fight. And it wasn't their best day. But they still had a chance to tie it at the end. So they're tough wherever. They're undefeated still on the road in conference. They've only lost one game, and it was the game to Kansas. So that's going to be tough. These next two games, West Virginia can win. But maybe do one of these things. If if it, if it was my druthers, I'm really leaning towards the three hours of tug of war. <laughs> And everybody wear gloves so it doesn't mess up your hand for, for the shooting motion. Final thoughts coming up. Permanti Brothers is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Permanti Brothers, your college game day headquarters. Huge screens, huge deals, and way better than sitting on your couch. Download the Permanti Brothers app and score big all season long. All you need to do is download the app, scan your receipt, and you'll start earning points with each dollar you spend towards free food and awesome deals. Permanti Brothers, your go-to brothers on game day and every day. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. WVU. I checked KimPomeroy.com. It means nothing as far as how you feel about this team. The computer still has WVU as a top 10 team. Number nine, as of this recording, for what it's worth. 
and you can argue it means nothing, Josh, and I can't argue back that much, right? <clears throat> Next game, Saturday, Leap Day, February 29th, 4 p.m. game in Morgantown, ESPN2 against Oklahoma. West Virginia lost to Oklahoma by 10 earlier this month. Really the game that started this funk that WVU is in, losing five out of six. Is that right? <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, fake Larry Bird coming to Morgantown. Let's let's greet him with a warm welcome. All right? Revenge game. Not important game. <laughs> As I mentioned, not going to say any other game this year is important. But maybe after three hours of tug of uh, tug of war, West Virginia will be ready to gain their revenge. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick a handful or just pick one. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, CastBox. Rate the podcast five stars. If there's an option to rate this podcast on the option that you're choosing to listen to this podcast or you could just say i don't know if this works hey alexa give this podcast five stars and maybe alexa will do it until next time i'm josh witt this has been unreasonable doubt wvu for the 2019 2020 season and west virginia is a good team 19 wins nine losses